Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode. This is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Robert provides his clients and prospects the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is Destination Retirement with Robert Kuhn. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hope everybody had a great Easter. My name is Robert Kuhn. I am the host of this radio show, Destination Retirement. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. If we have had the chance to talk to you, well, thank you. Uh, if you have listened to the show, I hear a lot more recently. I've been listening to you for a year or two years, and, and now I'm just uh, starting to reach out. And, and my job is to make sure that you understand that if you have any financial-related question, uh, now is the time to reach out. I guess that sounds somewhat like a self-serving statement, but I think it's more what's going on in the world especially what's going on in the market. And it's, uh, you know, 2022 was very interesting. Uh, 2023 has certainly uh, started out uh, that way as well. So any investment related question you have, our job is to always provide clarity of purpose, clarity of peace of mind. And I think, you know, in talking with uh, my partners and, um, you know, we look at kind of what our sole focus is as as a firm, is to make sure first and foremost that we're providing you with a stress-free retirement. And I don't think that can be done unless you have an income plan. And it's kind of a a sea change that we've gone through in the industry. Uh, And I looked at all of the clients that I have and those clients that I've talked with and those that have an income plan where they're not just dollar cost averaging out of their portfolio, um, they just have better returns. They have better, um, I think they just live life a little bit better. And uh, people think that if you have, you know, two or three or four million, you don't need to have an income plan. And, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Actually, you can get really creative with uh, with your income plan. So we're going to go over a lot uh, this show. Hope everybody had a, a great Easter. So we were did a best of show for Easter and then a spring break show, best of show. We were in um, uh, Seaside, Santa Rosa Beach which is where we go frequently. Uh, It was great to get away with the family, have a little bit of downtime, even though we always find time to work. So with that, any questions that you have, uh, please reach out to Paige and set some time up to have a conversation, 630-492-1912. I want to thank everybody uh, who goes to the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com, and downloads uh, the show. We see the numbers, and I'm really, really pleased with just the the amount of downloads that uh, we're getting, and that means I think we're doing our job. If you've listened to us in the past, you know we lead with education. Our job is to really just provide a solution uh, that we think that is going to be 
uh, something that can meet your goals and objectives and then uh, let you decide if it makes sense. So with that being said, a lot to get to this week. Um, Obviously, you know, the Fed, um, there's a constant debate whether the Fed is done, whether inflation is coming down. It is good news. Bad news is bad news. Good news. We're in a really interesting period in the market. And I am concerned with the fact that, you know, so when we look at, you know, managing money and it it truly is unique. And I don't know of any other advisory group that uh, takes diversification to the level that we do. And we can do it for a hundred thousand dollars. And that's the the great thing about it, whether you have a hundred thousand or, or two to three to five to seven to 10 million, uh, we can still incorporate all of our strategies. But if you look at kind of the protection bucket, I know we keep talking about that. And I think it's going to become vitally important, especially in this market. And when you look at the protection bucket, uh, it could be income or it could be principal. And there are just some phenomenal income strategies that, you know, when we look at income strategies, what I've found in, in kind of in my day to day, those clients who have resources of, you know, 250,000 to a million, they're very focused on income. They're very, very focused on where they're going to generate their income from. Uh, Those clients that have kind of one to five million, um, not so much. And that's that's a mistake. And I think it's a mistake from advisors because, you know, really quick statistic. If you look at Mount Everest, you know, most people, uh, the majority of the deaths are not going up the mountain. They're actually coming down the mountain. And if we kind of parlay that over to retirement, the accumulation phase, it really doesn't take a whole lot of skill. Um, you know, markets, down markets don't necessarily really bury you or they're not affect. you know, you're, you're not affected by them as much because you're generally contributing to your 401k and, and, and contributing to your assets. But when you are retired and you no longer have meaningful cash, meaning, meaningful uh, meaningful, sorry, cash flow coming in and your dollar cost averaging or systematically withdrawing from your portfolio, that is just the most inefficient way to take uh, distributions and take income. Because what are you doing down markets? I mean, you're still pulling that money out. Then when you pull that money out, that's less money that is going to be in that portfolio to recoup those losses. So, you know, we've often talked about if you lose 20%, you have to do, you know, 28, 29% to get back to even. Those numbers go up dramatically if you're pulling out your money. So I want to ask you, what's your income plan? And the banks and insurance companies, they have fantastic uh, income strategies and they can create distribution yields that you just can't touch. And if advisors are not having that conversation with you because they're afraid of products that sometimes have good names or solutions that sometimes have good names or bad names, then it's an issue. And a lot of times when you look at why they don't bring those solutions to the table, a lot of times it's because they pay a commission and that commission is paid one and done. Whereas advisors, we like to know that we're getting that annual reoccurring revenue, just like every corporation out there. 
So rather than, you know, three or four or five or six percent uh, up front, we want to be able to charge one to two percent every single year. So the commission is paid uh, from the issuing company. It doesn't, you know, it's not debited directly from your account. But that is why I think that uh, many financial advisors, if they're at a big bank or if they're uh, at a big brokerage firm, that they're not bringing these strategies to the table. And when you can look at, you know, cash flow yields of, you know, distribution yields, if you have a handful of years to kind of let it grow of, you know, 9, 10, 11, 12% that's guaranteed. It's really simple math that just allows you to contribute less to your income distribution strategy and more to growth. So I want to challenge everybody. I don't, even if you have 5 million, if you have 10 million, it, it does not matter. Um, I want to know what your income strategy is and is it guaranteed? And if you don't know what your income strategy is, well, shame on your advisor because you don't have one and your income strategy is going to be the dollar cost average and you're at the mercy of what's going on in the market. So it's just not that efficient. So we want to have those conversations. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. You may have seen that cash uh, is piling up. And if you look at money markets as of the end of March, there was close to $6 trillion in money markets. And to put that into perspective, um, I mean, you that's the highest. I don't know if it's on record, but I mean, going back to 2008, 2007, uh, it certainly is the highest. And so we've seen a tremendous amount of money flow into money markets. And if you listen to Warren Buffett this week, uh, it's always great to, to catch Warren Buffett and kind of his thoughts and, and what he's thinking. And, you know, it's, it's, it's just truly fascinating the way that um, people who are in the know think about managing money differently. And, you know, he is very concerned with the banks and, you know, he's very concerned with uh, kind of what happened with the banks. And he, like most people think that it is poor decisions um, and, and certainly an effect of what happened in interest rates last year that has driven us to this issue. It's my belief that we're not in a 2008 situation yet. Um, but, you know, things can change and things can change, you know, pretty quick because the economy, you know, it's kind of a give and take. They want inflation down. So they want wages down and, and, and they want the market down because, well, I don't know if they'll admit that. And that may not be one of their written mandates, but ultimately to create uh, you know, a lower wealth effect. You know, we want the market down. We want inflation down. We want unemployment up. They want to slow the economy. And when you slow the economy, yes, that's going to take advantage of inf or take care of hopefully inflation, even though it's certainly much stickier, much higher. And, and nobody knows how long it's going to take to get back to, you know, 2% if that is exactly what they want. But my concern is, at least today, that there are certainly some headwinds and you have you know, commercial real estate, is that the next shoe to drop? Is that the next big bomb to drop? So when we look at the protection bucket, you know, that income strategy, if you have a handful of years to let that thing grow, it, it again, it can produce eight to 12% annual cash flow for the rest of your life. Uh, in many instances. Now we, you know, it's all uh, dialed into you and your situation. How long does it, you, you, do you, do you defer the income for, and you know, what kind of market growth during that period? Um, so it's certainly something that we have to, to take a look at. 
on the protection bucket, though, on the growth side, I mean, we can still get for seven short years because we're hearing a lot of people that want to, um, you know, kind of defer some money as a bond replacement. And, and if you've listened to the show, you know, we've talked an awful lot about uh, bond replacements or bond repair strategies. Had a conversation last week and, you know, the aggregate bond index was down last year, uh, 13 to 15 percent. Uh, one of the big uh, firms that has a long bond strategy was down 30 percent last year. Uh, man, that that could take forever to come back. So you know, we for the protection bucket for the seven year, there's still strategies out there that you can get 11% up to 11% of the S&P 500. So no guaranteed growth. Don't, you know, please hear me because a lot of people don't, do not hear that part, but you get zero to 11%, nothing on the downside. You know, at least that's 11% is the number today could change obviously. Uh, but from zero to 11, and once you get a gain and a gain is achieved, that gain's locked in for the life of the investment. So relatively short term, I don't think anybody's complaining about 11%. And again, what that could do is it's hedging, right? It, 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 to me, it's one of the single best hedges that, that I've seen. Because when you look at hedge funds today, they have one of the, I was reading, reading an article uh, this week about their short position, but hedge funds currently are sitting with the largest net short position in the S&P 500 futures uh, since late 2011. So, you know, there's risk and people are very concerned. And, you know, when you look at, um, you know, 39% of Americans say they've skipped meals to make housing payments. And that was per market watch. I mean, these are just real issues and these are real concerns. And I think, you know, in having the conversations that we have with investors, we talked with, with somebody this week and his resources were about a million dollars and, and, um, you know, he didn't know if that was enough. And, and, and please, if you hear anything to work with us, if you hear anything, anytime, I mean, you know, it, I don't ever want you to think that you don't, you don't deserve the best financial resources or the best or advice rather, because you don't have a certain dollar amount. If we can't help you, we will tell you, we'll certainly advise you and give you ideas and say, if this was our money, this is you know, what we would do with it. But if you have a hundred thousand or 500,000 or 750 or a million or 3 million or 5 million, um, you know, don't feel that you can't reach out to us because our job, no matter what you have, uh, is to help. We're doing a lot of 401k management. So if you have money inside of 401ks, there's some really great strategies that, that you can have professional money management inside of that. In a lot of instances, it doesn't inc increase your cost. So again, these are really trying times and you have to really pay attention to, to kind of what you're doing. I like to say average is not good enough. So give Paige a call, 630-492-19. 12 this week, 6304921912, or go to the website KUHNCP.com. More after the break. Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. 
Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. My name is Robert Kuhn. Hopefully this is not your first time. Uh, so welcome back. If it is your first time, welcome. Um, we want to make sure that we're spreading the message. Anything that we can do uh, on the finance investment related side, uh, that is our job. Um, it's my, if It's not for you but you know somebody that needs some help, um, I think we're certainly worthy of uh, a conversation and we would love for you to pass along our website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com and pet, you know, give them the, uh, the radio link and let them listen to kind of my thoughts and how we manage money and in big picture and what we think of the world. Uh, or have them call or you call page 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912 and uh, set a time up for us to talk. So uh, we talked a little bit about the protection bucket in segment one. The second bucket is growth. When we look at growth, uh, I still see way too much buy and hold. And that's just an issue, especially if we're in a very thinly traded uh, trading range. And we are in a very tight trading range currently. And when we look at kind of, you know, making sure when, you know, first off, if you have over $100,000 and you're in mutual funds or ETFs, I, there truly is a better way. And I want to make sure that you understand that uh, mutual funds and ETFs are generally uh, not uh, customizable. Uh, they're not transparent. They're not tax efficient. If you've listened to the show, you know that on average uh, in the mutual fund space, you could lose 2% in uh, just in taxes. So if you have over $100,000 and you don't own individual equities uh, that are fully transparent, that are fully customizable, you have your own cost basis, so they're very tax efficient, uh, we need to have a conversation, 630 1912 So over a hundred thousand dollars. And if you're in mutual funds and ETFs, and my goodness, if you're paying an advisor on top of that, uh, to own ETFs, uh, which you could do on your own or, uh, mutual funds, um, please, please reach out so we can have a, a conversation. But when you look at the growth space, again, our growth managers, you know, all of our strategies uh, from small cap to mid cap to focus growth to dividend to all cap, they all rank in the top 5% of their peer groups. Um, you know, we have partnerships with institutional managers. Uh, we believe in a quantitative process. We believe in screening and we believe in ultimately uh, whittling it down to the best 30 to 50 names in each asset class or each strategy that display the greatest risk reward going forward, not going backwards. What happened yesterday doesn't mean a whole lot. You know, when, in, uh, when you meet with an advisor, generally speaking, they're going to show you something that did well in the past. They may not have invested that way, but we can run illustrations and cherry pick. And who isn't a great investor when you look, you know, you have yesterday's newspaper, right? So when we look at uh, when, when we, you know, one of the things that I would do if I was interviewing advisors is, you know, don't show me your illustrations. Show me some of your clients. Show me some, some of your client portfolios. Uh, don't cherry pick, show me your model. So here's your model and how many clients have it. And let's see some actual performance. They can black out and redact the names. That's not a big deal. You can absolutely positively do that. Every software does it. it takes no time at all. So that will give you probably a better indication of 
that advisor's philosophy? Did they go to cash in 08? Did they go to cash in early 2000s when the world was coming to an end? In 2018, did they raise any cash? Uh, 2020, when we had a global pandemic, did they raise any cash? I mean, these are all very basic questions, but they have to be answered. And uh, I'm so tired of the, 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 the answer, well, you can't time the market. And, you know, if, you, if you're selling, you have to be right selling and then you have to be right, you know, buying. That's garbage. I mean, you have to play defense, especially in this market. We're not trying to time the market tick by tick, but my goodness, I mean, with the technology that's available today and you look at the money flow and the momentum and you look at all of the best hedge fund strategies available, generally speaking, they're very mathematical momentum based uh, strategies. You can absolutely play defense and you know you have a good growth strategy if at times you have a larger cash position than you're comfortable with. Um, That again, it's simple math. Lose less, make more. Lose less, make more. I want everybody to hear that. If you lose less, ultimately you're going to make more. And the people that call us are generally, um, you know, people who are working at big banks, big bro with big brokers, big, uh, uh, big banks, you know, some of the other robot and uh, robo advisors and they farm themselves off as custom management, but they're just fully invested at all times. You have to have a half a million dollars to work with them. You see them on the radio all the time, the TV all the time. They hate this. They hate that. We're the only answer. We do better when you do better. I mean, yet we never, ever go to cash and you basically are long the market no matter what. And, uh, that's to me, that's not investing. I mean, that's, I mean, that's just, I mean, that's nothing that you couldn't do on your own. Uh, go meet with, if that's how you want your money managed, go to Schwab, go to Vanguard, go to Fidelity, pick out some good ETFs and don't ever look at it again. I I think that's wrong. And I certainly wouldn't do it because I mentioned earlier, when you look at hedge funds, they have the, currently have the largest um, uh, net short position in the S&P 500 futures since the late 2000s, so 2011. So people are expecting uh, volatility. People are expecting a correction. People are expecting 10 to 15% pullback. And, you know, I think those pullbacks are very good. I think if you have a strategy in place that you could actually take advantage of those pullbacks and buy things on sale. I mean, investing is not, you know, landing rockets like Elon's doing. I mean, it's really not. Uh, The challenge is, unfortunately, that just most advisors are bringing no value to you. They're doing nothing that you couldn't do on your own. So our answer to that is, well, let's talk about the protection bucket. I don't care if it pays me a commission or not. That commission, again, doesn't come from you. I mean, yes, it might hurt my long-term fee generation, but does that mean that I shouldn't show you that strategy? And then you look at the growth bucket. I mean, the growth bucket is what the growth bucket is. I mean, top ranked, you can take a look at it. You can look at every year. You can look at where it's ranked versus its peers and and, and you can see it's the best of the best. And then the opportunistic bucket, well, the opportunistic bucket, if you have over a million dollars with our firm or you have a net worth of $2.2 million, you have access to that, that opportunistic bucket. And that opportunistic bucket is a trading bucket. It's a trading strategy. I mean, People trade all the time, but yet if you talk to, you know, Mr. and Mrs., you know, Joe Wall Street advisor, it's like, oh my gosh, you can't trade. You can't do this. You can't do that. Well, they probably do that with their own money. They probably, the firm definitely does it with their own money, but yet they're not set up 
to do that with client money. It's simple math. When you have a thousand clients, how are you going to make a trade in everybody's portfolio? Yes, you have block trading capabilities and I get all that. If advisors are listening, you know, I understand that, but it's hard. It's very, very hard to do. Uh, we set up a fund and uh, we're able to do that. So if you have a million dollars with us or you have a net worth ex- not including your house, $2.2 million, you get access to that fund. And that fund may be 10%, 5%, 15% of your money, but it's it's a strategy. What we do is we look for short-term dislocations in the market. Look at what happened with Microsoft. I mean, not Microsoft, uh, McDonald's. Look at what happened. I mean, look, at, look in the energy space. I mean, there are so many liquid multinational companies that um, are hit with anomalies and, and see five to 10 to 15% sell-offs. And there are opportunities to take positions in concentrated positions in that bucket. And in that bucket, I mean, you know, the goal is 20% plus. I mean, that's the mandate. Does it mean it's, it's going to be hit? Well, I don't know if it'll be hit every year, but when we have a thinly traded market, like we do market range, uh, like we do currently, there's a lot of predictable patterns and you can use math and you can use trend following. Um, again, we're not landing rockets here. Okay. I'm not that smart. Um, but when you have the computers and you have the, the power, the bandwidth to, you know, follow the money flow, there's a lot of money to be had. And I mean, again, if the market is down, that opportunistic bucket, what if that opportunistic bucket was up 30% for the year this year and the market's down 15? Well, thank goodness we had some opportunistic money that we were taking advantage of that volatility while our, while our growth money, it, it is going to go a lot of times, obviously, you know, with the market, but you know, there is certainly some risk characteristics and risk management there, but do you have any opportunistic money? I mean, that is a very, very uh, telltale sign of if you have a good advisor or not. So, so far, we've talked about three different buckets. We've talked about protection, whether it's income or whether it's principal, a phenomenal strategies. We need to have some allocations to that. We've talked about growth, top ranked. I mean, again, versus its peers, you can see the institutional partnerships that we have in place that we can bring to you and you can look at it. All individual equities. So we have a cost basis, very customizable, very transparent, very tax efficient. And then uh, in the opportunistic bucket, you have a million dollars with our firm at, or you have $2.2 million net worth, not including your house. Um, then we can you qualify for that opportunistic bucket. Not my rules, it's the SEC's rules. And that bucket is something that we're very proud of. It's very mathematical driven. And uh, there's just a lot of opportunity to be had. So you don't need to work with us. And, you know, we have clients that use us simply as a satellite. They may say, I like what I'm doing here, but I want to use you guys as the protection bucket or the opportunistic bucket or the growth bucket. And then lastly, you look at the alternative bucket. If you look at alternative investments, an alternative investment is nothing more than something that's not a stock or a bond. If you own a, you own real estate, you own rental homes, I mean, that's alternative. I mean, that's a very basic alternative, but it's an alternative. And those types of strategies that we're utilizing in the alternative space, uh, generally speaking, provide significant um, uh, tax benefits to the tune of, you invest $100,000, you'll get a 60 to $80,000 deduction right off the top of your income, 1099, W-2, 
capital gains, doesn't matter. Now, I can't provide tax advice. We're just giving you, you know, the basics of what the investments uh, are. So I'd always talk with the tax attorney, but it's very clear, very basic. Um, and the strategy, we have two. The strategy uh, currently uh, invests in energy, uh, oil field, wastewater. Every barrel of oil comes with 10 barrels of dirty wastewater. Uh, the strategies in the Permian Basin, you're starting to probably hear that over and over again because it's a single best certainly here in the United States oil field. Um, I think it's the best oil field in the world, but if it's not number one, it's one a, and everybody wants to be there and doesn't matter what happens to the price of oil. Doesn't matter what the government does. If they stop drilling tomorrow, it doesn't matter because that water's coming with that oil and there's companies that, um, procure that, uh, that dirty wastewater and they either clean it and sell it as fresh water or they clean it and put it back into the earth. That is very regulated and it has to happen. And it's a very profitable business. So we can get substantial tax benefits. We can get 10% distributions. And that 10% uh, is independent of the market. Doesn't matter if the market's up 100% or down 100%. Uh, that 10% is, uh, is, is going to come as long as the investment is delivering, of course. But it's not predicated upon the market. And then um, the second alternative that we're doing is a, um, a strategy that uh, is in the uh, kind of the it, it kind of it's a slash real estate slash uh, business slash entertainment uh, type strategy that is one of the most unique things that I've ever heard. And it's a fixed cost business that is in a location that captures, you know, 20 to 25 million people a year and tourists uh, in the panhandle of Florida. And the, the uh, fixed cost business, what that means is the more sales you do, your expenses uh, don't go up. Uh, they certainly could tick up a little bit, but uh, the, 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 the uh, sales increase is not going to dramatically increase the um, uh, the, uh, the, the expenses and, it, and, and you have a backstop of the land. So it's it, in one of the close to one of the fastest growing counties in Florida. And so those are the types of strategies that, you know, if you're looking at that one in particular, uh, very client friendly and, and you're looking at distribution yields in the 10 to 20 percent range. Um, once investor capital is is paid back fully. So, you know, there's just a lot out there to look at. So whether it's the protection bucket or whether it is the growth bucket or the opportunistic bucket or the alternative bucket. I mean, these are conversations that we should be having. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, call page, set a time up for us to talk this week. And uh, visit the website also, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Hoping is good, knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want defined outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by Prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert with Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back, my name is Robert Kuhn, host of Destination Retirement. Thank you for joining us this week. Um, goodness, what will the week bring? It's uh, it's just one of those times that 
you know, I, I normally don't check kind of futures markets when I wake up at night. I try to do, to really try not to do that. Um, but I've been doing it a lot more and I've been doing it a lot more just simply because of, uh, really of what's going on in the market. And it's, uh, it's just challenging. And, and I, we're talking with a lot of investors who are concerned that the, um, you know, that they don't have the, the, the assets could withstand, you know, another meaningful correction. And when you get headlines like the U S social security funds are projected to be depleted in 2033, one year earlier than the previous estimates that was per Reuters, uh, that's a challenge. And I think that is what gets people, uh, very concerned because, you know, I'm 48 and, um, you know, my, uh, oldest son, uh, is, is in the industry and he's in his, you know, mid to late twenties. And, and we often talk a lot about risk and we talk an awful lot about risk management. And we look at those individuals that, you know, if they, uh, were to lose, you know, 20 to 30 to 40% of their money, uh, if you're still working, it's probably now we certainly wouldn't like that, right? To lose that. I don't think you should, you know, purposely or, or not, not purposely, but I, I, I don't think you should, um, like, you know, it's just never okay to lose money. I guess that's what I'm trying to get, get out. And sometimes my brain is just all over the place, but just because you have time and, uh, you don't need those monies for an extended period of time, you know, that is something that it shouldn't justify losing money. And, but, but again, when you're still working, you know, losses, they're not a huge deal, I guess, mentally or psychologically, because you still have cash flow coming in. Long story short, um, I'm talking with my son and um, saw my grandson for, uh, they live in, in, in Florida and in the panhandle. And, uh, and I was, we spent time with him and, and, and uh, his family and, and certainly my grandson, um, which was just fantastic. First grandson. And man, it uh, kind of hit home, you know, when I when I was able to see him, and um, you know, especially, you know, so we spent time down there, you know, over spring break. But so we got into some conversations, of course, when it comes to investing. And, and Andrew's going to be on the radio show a lot more, um, probably starting next week. He may even be on uh, every week going forward. And he has a very unique way, uh, super, super whiz kid, smart kid investing. Just, you know, it just, uh, I'm really proud of all that he's done, but we see the world differently. And in one of the segments, in a lot of ways, we see the world very similar in, in many ways, but we do see things differently, probably based upon age. You know, I'm 48, he's in his mid twenties. So I probably saw the world the way he did when, when I was that age too, um, but we we're talking about those investors that are 50 plus and in retirement. I don't think those types of investors recognize just how much risk there is today to the you know longevity of ultimately their assets if you're not protected. And it's not your fault if you're now if you're managing the money on your own. Well, you know, ultimately the buck stops with you. So I guess it would be your fault if we see a prolonged down period or a period of time where there's just really no market growth, which is very possible. You know, again, a statistic I heavily uh, rely on, you know, you bought Microsoft in 2000. It took you 16 years to get back to even. Think about that. 16 years to get back to even yet. 
earnings during that period tripled or quadrupled. I mean, 16 years just to get back to even. And I, it kind of reminds me of the type of market that we're in now where there's really no true trend where we're going to get back to, you know, just trend line growth. And, and so I guess the, the question that I have, and, and it's not necessarily just me thinking that if you, you know, Jamie Dimon, who's the CEO of, of JP Morgan, he writes an annual letter. And, and, and I think Jamie is, is, uh, it is obviously the best of the best and, and, and sees things and, uh, tendencies. And, you know, you look at how big, you know, JP Morgan is and, and they can see all their credit card spend and they can see savings. They can see everything. And in his annual letter, if you haven't read it, I would certainly read it. Um, it's not a, you know, I think it's a, a, it's a must read always, but the current crisis is not over. And even uh, when it is behind us, there will be repercussions from it for years to come. Essentially, we may be moving, as I read somewhere from a, uh, to, he just thinks that ultimately, you know, the cycles are, are, are going to come fast and they're going to come furious. So when he says that the crisis may not be over, well, what is it that they see that we don't? You know, because he has access to to certainly, you know, a whole lot more than than what we do. And so when having that conversation with my son on, you know, those individuals that are you know nearing retirement or, you know, 10 years out or in retirement, those should be your best years. Yet you're getting advice that that just in, in a lot of instances is just not prudent. It's prudent for the advisor because he's getting paid or she's getting paid. I mean, this industry, as you know, or if you don't know, it's a fee-based, you know, annual reoccurring revenue business where I'll charge you 1%, 2%, whatever that percentage is. And, and we're going to get that every single year, as long as you're a client, even if you lose money, we're still getting that. Um, and, and so we, I think that risk management and cutting edge strategies, I think have been, uh, they're just not there anymore in a lot of instances. And and so if we do see a period of weakness and you look at kind of our offering, well, thank goodness we have the protection bucket. Thank goodness that we have the protection for your income bucket. You have five years to let it cook, 10 years to let it cook. We have to have a conversation about what it is and what it's not. When you can get cash flow yields guaranteed for the rest of your life in the eight to 12% range, uh, that's just less money that we have to allocate towards your income, your future income. And when the market's down, you're not worried because your cash flow is still coming in. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Let's have that conversation. But if we're in that type of a market, we got the protection bucket. We have the opportunistic bucket that can do very, very well. Um, again, past performance is, is, means nothing. It's not indicative of future results, but that bucket of money is geared towards short-term dislocations in the market. So it's there to trade. That's it. I mean, it's there to take advantage of, you know, big multinational companies that are hit and that are down 10%, 15%, 20%. And there's just so many of them out there today. Uh, these are great companies, great names that you're getting on sale. And, and you can see, you know, pretty good pops. And, and, you know, when that one, you know, gets back to where the, uh, the, the price target is, you find another name and you just rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. So that strategy can do well if we're in a volatile period. And then the alternative strategy, 
I mean, you know, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow, cash flow. Uh, the smart money, it always uses alternative. They do things differently. And so if you have a million dollars or more in your only stocks and bonds, you own two things, seriously, stocks and bonds. What happened in 21? You probably lost a bunch of money. Well, what if you had protection? What if you had opportunistic? What if you had a cash flow strategy in the alternative space that was going to clip 10% distributions no matter what happened in the market? That's diversification. So we're going to talk more about that when we come back. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name. Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm Robert Kuhn. Hopefully you know that by now. If you want to have a conversation with us this week, give Paige a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and, um, or visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Click on the radio tab and you'll be able to uh, download this podcast or radio show that we podcast and send it to a friend. That would be fantastic. So 630-492-1912. Okay. Uh, the Fed. Uh, we've had a lot of questions on the Fed. Fed expects a banking crisis or the banking crisis to cause a recession this year. Um, that's what they're saying. Uh, many people think that they're going to raise rates again. Another quarter point probably would have raised higher if um, if there wasn't the banking crisis that we experienced. If you look at and listen to what many of the talking heads are saying, it is that um, there could be some other banks out there that are having issues. It's uh, certainly something that has driven uh, headlines and a lot of uh, investors are, are certainly worried and in, in that inevitably you know, goes back to, is it another 2008? I don't think at this time it is. You know, now the markets and things do change, but currently I think it's more uh, bad bank management decisions, searching for yield, uh, going out a little further in, with their bonds. And then obviously, you know, getting hit last year uh, with uh, with the interest rate hikes and what that did. And so uh, I don't believe it to be anything like 2008, but that doesn't mean that it can't cause a recession. It doesn't mean that uh, we, you know, a recession is not the worst thing in the world. I think, um it's uh, if it's planned for it's and you have guaranteed income that's coming in, whether it's a recession or not a recession. I, I don't think it's that big of a deal. Uh, certainly, you know, we would like a, a soft landing. What does that even mean? Soft landing, hard landing, no landing. I mean, Wall Street is always making up these, uh, you know, these these 
phrases that, for lack of a better word, uh, or thoughts, you know, it's, I don't know what they mean. You know, 24 years in the business, you know, selling may and go away is certainly one. Uh, April historically is, is, is the best year or best month in the market. And, um, or one of the, if not the best uh, month in the market. So I think what you need to do is you have to see through the marketing garbage that advisors are bringing to you. To me, that is the most important thing. You may not be able to see through it. I can see through it immediately. I know what the angle is. Uh, I've seen people that have marketed uh, uh, portfolios that haven't had a down year in 25 years. And the rate of return is, you know, 25 to 30%. I mean, can you believe that? I mean, first off, that should make you run, right? I mean, the best of the best managers lose money at times. Uh, I mean, our growth manager, one of the growth managers that we utilize, um, just have, has destroyed the S&P 500, but they had a bad year last year. And, you know, it's it was an anomaly. And that happens. And, you know, we tell clients it's not the last time, and, and it's certainly not going to be the first. It wasn't the first time. It certainly won't be the last time. But when you look at, you know, any length other than 12 months, I mean, you look at the returns. Well, what about double the S&P since 2002 or close to it? So you have to look through the marketing. Um, you have to read the fine print. You know, when somebody shows you performance, you have to look at and see if it's real performance or if it's backdated performance. I mean, those are those are big things, and, and those are big things that we have to uh, we have to make sure that you're doing. So, again, in having conversations with my uh, son Andrew, this you know past uh, well two weeks ago now when we were in in Florida, you know we always have believed in financial planning. Um, but candidly, we never really lived it in, but we always had a plan and we always, you know, the plan really for advice for clients is it, it, unless you have, you know, a lot of, if you own a lot of companies, you own a lot of private equity, you have a lot of concentrated stock positions, maybe you have three or four ex-wives, you know, your, you know, your financial situation is very complicated, you know, and we don't, necessarily have a lot of those types of clients. Um, but the, you know, for your average, you know, investor kind of, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars to, you know, three or 4 million, what the financial plan is there to do is really determine, uh, your cash flow and making sure that whatever your goals and objectives are that, you know, they're met no matter what happens in the market. And we were talking about some financial planning reports and, you know, I thought it would be good to kind of give you an update of what it is that we do when you reach out to us. And when you reach out to us, 630-492-1912, you reach out to Paige. I'm, I'm really proud to say that those that reach out, they have the conversation with me. And I really, really want to say thank you. Um, you know, anytime you schedule a meeting, um, you, whatever business you're in, you know, you don't like it when people don't show. So I, I can count on one hand, probably in the last 12 months, uh, you know, the number of people that actually set a meeting and didn't show to the meeting, whether it's zoom, whether it's a conference call or whether it's in person. Uh, so thank you. And, uh, that, that means a whole lot. So I'm not sure where I was going with that, but I think the, the okay, the financial planning where, what happened? So you call page, you, you set some time up. And the first thing that we're going to do is we're going to send you a risk analysis analysis questionnaire. You go online, it takes literally five seconds. Well, not five seconds, a minute or two. And that just gives us an idea of kind of your tolerance for risk. It, it really 
you know, because the funny thing about risk tolerance is so much of your results are based upon what's going on in the market. Everybody is a risk taker in the early 2000s. And certainly from 09 to, you know, 21, when the markets were up, what, 13 to 16% annualized, everybody wanted risk. We want risk. We want risk, right? Well, if you took that survey in, in 2008, well, everybody's conservative. You know, 2000, 2001 and two, you're conservative. 2018, you know, market's down a little bit, you're conservative. 2020 during COVID, you know, you're conservative. 2022, when the markets were down 18, 19%, you're conservative. So it just gives us an idea of ultimately where you're at. And so what we'll do is we'll do that. That'll be done pre-meeting, right? And then we'll have our conversation. And the first conversation really is, you know, first and foremost, if you've talked with us in the past, you know that Chicagoland, and we have a national client base, but, you know, certainly our offices, our headquarters are here in Chicago. So, you know, obviously we have a large clientele in the Chicagoland area. There are so many people that need help. And if you're not one of those people that feels like you need help, then that is perfectly fine. And we welcome people to tell us because that frees up my time, my energy, my team's time, my team's energy to go out and help other people who actually do want help. So that first conversation is just to learn about what you're doing, what you like, what you don't like, what your concerns are, what have you done really, really well, what, have you, what haven't you done so well? When do you want to retire? If you're not already retired, what does that look like? What kind of income? What are your resources? And really just get an idea of you and what you know makes you tick and really what prompted you to reach out. Because there's something. There's something that you're missing inside of your portfolio or your current relationship with your advisor that you're not certain of. And then you want to reach out. And I give you a lot of credit to reach out because candidly, you know, you don't know me. I don't know you at that time. And it takes, you know, I'm a voice on the radio every Saturday, right? Yeah. I have a website and we have a good business. I've been on the radio for a long time. So, you know, we have certainly some staying power. We have a lot of great clients, but you don't know me. And anytime that you have an unknown, uh, certainly, you know, a lot of times people will just won't take advantage of, you know, the conversation. I mean, it, it doesn't cost you a penny and you're going to get a lot of information from us and we're going to share with you what we do. We are fiduciary. We believe in the fiduciary standard. Um, we're going to share with you kind of our bucket approach. We're going to talk a lot about income and how we can make sure that you have that guaranteed income. So you're not taking money out at the wrong time. The strategies, the investments are just too good not to have a conversation about them. You certainly don't have to do them, but we're going to have that conversation. <clears throat> and then we'll part. And if you found value in that meeting, generally what we'll ask you to do is let's take a look at your current portfolio and let's see if we can help you. So we get the statements, we get, you know, a spreadsheet, doesn't matter how we get it, we just get what you've got. And then we run it through our proprietary software, our risk analytics, and then we compare that to kind of your risk tolerance. We look at the diversification. Are you truly diversified or do you just own stocks and bonds? And nine out of 10 people just own stocks and bonds. They may own 500 stocks and they may own 500 different types of bonds or bond strategies, mutual funds, ETFs, et cetera, but you own two things. And it's no wonder that when the markets do what they've done, you're not happy. So we're going to come back with you after uh, we do our review and we're going to you know, provide you with our findings. And then we're going to share with you our differences, if there are any, how we could help you. 
and then we'll give you a decision to make. And if you decide to work with us, then what we do is, is uh, open the accounts at our custodian, which, you know, we have several that we work with, uh, Charles Schwab being the biggest. And what that means is as a custodian uh, is they custody the money. So all of your investments are at Charles Schwab and we're the investment advisors on that account. That's it. Charles Schwab doesn't vouch for our ability uh, to do anything uh, other than, you know, we meet the criteria to affiliate with them, which I think should say something. Um, But the money's at Schwab and then we manage the money. Uh, The process of getting the money over is very seamless. I know a lot of times people don't want to break up with their current advisor. I understand that. Uh, I do it for clients every day, so it's not a big deal to me. Um, but I understand the human side of it. Um, I always think it's nice to give a heads up, you know, heads up email of thank you for, for what you've done. And, and we're just going to go in a different direction with something that we feel is more suitable for us, you know, going forward. And the assets are coming over no matter what. So when you sign that transfer form, those monies that you have at your current investment advisory firm or wherever it is, the bank, a brokerage firm, uh, that money's now going to show up at Schwab in, you know, three to Uh, 10 days. And then during that three to 10 day period, we're going to uh, finalize your allocation to our buckets. Again, you know, the protection bucket, which whether it's growth or whether it's income, uh, the growth bucket, the opportunistic growth bucket, and then the, um, uh, the alternative bucket. And if you don't uh, have the asset base for the alternative or the uh, opportunistic bucket, then we'll mimic and we'll create a strategy um, that can fill that gap. Uh, so you so you still do have uh, different return drivers and you still have different return levers. And then once we finalize that, then um, you uh, we invest it when the money gets over. Uh, 45 days out, we have a meeting. Uh, during that period, uh, we're certainly accessible at all times. Uh, we set you up with the app so you can see the investments. We set up with your, your log on uh, with our uh, account um, uh, management tool. Uh, and you can always go to Schwab, obviously, and, and take a look at how the assets are doing. And then after that, we're going to have our reviews. You know, quarterly reviews are probably too much. Um, I think you need to have two formal reviews a year. Uh, and then, you know, a handful of informal reviews. Uh, that's generally what I've found to, to be the best. Uh, people, you know, certainly uh, are there to, or we are, are accessible 24-7. It's, it's your money. So my ask for you is think about your portfolio. Think about what happened last year. Think about if you only own two asset classes, which, you know, fixed income uh, was down so much last year. The losses on the fixed income space, which was supposed to be your balance money, your safe money, uh, man, it just, uh, it's just, it's unfortunate, 15 to 30%. And, um, you know, the protection bucket and the strategy that we use, we didn't have any of that interest rate risk. So think about what happened last year. Think if you uh, how diversified you truly are. Don't look at the number of the investments. Look at do you own stocks and do you own bonds? What else do you own? And if you are not 100 percent certain that if we're in a flat to sideways market to down market, over the next one to three to five to seven years, which is certainly a possibility. Remember that Microsoft statistic. You bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you to 2016 to get back to even. Um, So if you don't feel like your current portfolio uh, could weather through that type of a market, we're all heroes when the markets go up. I mean, that's, you know, 
we all win. And it's very easy to win when the markets go up. But I think it's going to be much more challenging uh, go forward. Uh, I just, I mean, that's, I think, I mean, that's just, you know, most people believe that and, and uh, at least anybody who's objective and just doesn't think the markets go up forever, no matter what. And there are a lot of advisors out there like that. 2008, oh, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. Put more money in. I mean, it's just, you know, early 2000s, you know, never play defense, just always be fully invested. So give yourself kind of take mental inventory of your portfolio. If you're doing it on your own, um, you don't have access to all those strategies. You own two of them. You know, you own you own stocks and bonds, and that's just not good enough. The bigger the bigger money does it differently, and we want to help you do it differently. A couple hundred thousand dollars to ten million uh, is kind of our sweet spot. Um, that's kind of where we live, and and that's uh, where we can bring and add a substantial value. So give us a call this week six three zero. 492-1912-630-492-1912. Thanks for listening. Uh, go to the website, send it to a friend, send it to somebody who needs to hear it. Let them listen to the, the show. Uh, if we can help them, fantastic. At least, if nothing else, they're going to walk away a little more educated, I like to think, than they were before the show. You can do that at kuhncp.com kuhncp.com one last time give Paige a call 630-492-1912 so I can speak with you next week everybody be safe everybody have a great week we'll be back next week thank you for listening to Destination Retirement don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan for more information please contact Robert Kuhn from Kuhn Capital Partners call 630-492-1912 or visit them online at kuhncp.com This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners. Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented. Kuhn Capital Partners and its affiliates are not responsible for any trading decisions, damages, or other losses resulting from or related to the information, data analysis, or opinions in this recording. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments are subject to investment risk, including but not limited to the potential loss of principal. Advisory services are offered through Kuhn Capital Partners, LLC, a registered investment advisor.